All right, I'm I'm not even trying to greet you you guys today. You know what this is. You know how this works. Hello, I love you. I don't. I hate all of you. It's okay. We can we can we can be friends. <laughs> Welcome back to Nature Soul, everybody. Insert insert opening theme here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, so, you know what we're talking about today, Ren? Of course not. <laughs> yeah, me neither. It's time to roll those dice. And by those dice, I just mean the one. Just the one. It's a d20, number five. One, two, three, four, Mambo. Five. Comics. Comics? Comics. Oh, Lord. I think I know basically nothing about any comic. We can re-roll. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't poll anybody before I put these on here. So occasionally This would be fun to talk about and it goes on the list. Occasionally I'm the only one that knows anything about the thing. Rolling again, 17. I'm pretty sure that's the third time we've rolled a 17. Yes, Doc. Uh, you know, we have actually rolled 17 before. Is it one of the ones that you haven't deleted off the list that we've yeah. done before? Mythical creatures. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, so <laughs> I'll leave it up to you. Do you want to do mythical creatures again? Give me that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 17. Are you serious? <laughs> May I use one of your dice? Sure. Pick one. Uh, the silver one, it rolls better. Allegedly. Don't fuck me. Rolls a 17. I swear to God. 11. 11. D and D. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's on point. Okay. Well. <laughs> so. Oh my god. Uh, we we've we've actually uh, if you'll if you if you scroll back through our our episode history we have done a D and D episode before but we we did at that time specifically uh, magic items. Uh, we we listed out some favorite magic items. I, we may have actually done more than one D and D episode. I don't know that you and I have discussed magic items. I do know that you and I have discussed character classes. Maybe that's what we did. Maybe magic items was something I was thinking about pitching. Maybe that's what it was. Dude, I can't remember. There's more than five episodes. <laughs> Dragon's Wrath weapons from Fitzbands. Okay. <coughs> Alright. Uh, Actually, I think all of the dragon-centered magic items that are in Fitzband's Treasury of Dragons, I think all of them scale with you. I mean, I hope so. They're dragon weapons. Alright. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> dragon weapons scale dragon scales <laughs> I'm gonna drive off a bridge <laughs> uh you know I mean that's an option that's the choice you can make I guess oh my god I don't recommend it though well okay maybe I won't then <laughs> ten, 10 out of 10 doctors uh, don't recommend they it. have a <laughs> A state that they are in, and they do different stuff depending on the state that they're in. Excellent. Excellent. So they start out in like a slumbering state, mm -hmm. and they count as an uncommon magic item at that point. Right. And 
they do something. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Usually it's some little something like... Uh, like if you roll in that 20, it deals bonus damage of the associated dragon's ah, yeah, yeah. breath weapon type. Which is spicy. Yeah. Sometimes literally. <laughs> uh, and then... Let's see. Slumbering becomes stirring. <clears throat> and it becomes a rare magic item. It gets a plus one bonus and it does more shit. Right. And then at Wakened, it gets a plus two and does more shit and counts as very rare. And then at Ascendant, it does even better shit. It does some pretty rocking shit. And uh, it's a legendary. And the bonus becomes plus three. Right on. That's Dragon's Wrath weapons, specifically. <clears throat> there, there are other things, too. I just don't remember them offhand. The, uh... If only we would have prepared this topic on purpose, we could have... <laughs> we could have made lists. Um, you know, I've got my phone right here and the wiki dot page saved. I mean, fair enough. Uh, so I, I do really like magic items that have uh, stages to them. Uh, For sure. In our <clears throat> previous, you know, long-running game the, with the Happy Hungry Bunch, uh, we had um, there were there was actually a couple of magic items that um, that I had that I had concocted that that did that just kind of because I, I'm I'm super fascinated with. Uh, Items that scale. Uh, if, I, uh, if I had to pick a, um, if I had to pick one, uh, honestly, Alvarin's little box. That was. Uh, you mean the one that killed him? The box didn't kill him. You're splitting hairs. <laughs> the box just gave him sadness. Steroids. Deep and abiding sadness. Like CRISPR steroids. <laughs> oh um, my god. The uh, it was it was meant to um It was meant to listen to that. <laughs> It was it was meant to uh, to grow with you, kind of like uh, as was the um, feather that uh, Tiberius had. Uh, <coughs> the uh, I I haven't so scaling weapons like scaling weapons items just abilities anything honestly anything that scales um, when you're when you're homebrewing uh, it can be really hit or miss. You know. Uh, and I, 10 out of 10, have not always hit the uh, nail on the head, but uh, largely in part to the fact that I forget to do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody once told me I should write down the rules for shit. Oh, no. Uh, but we, uh, we don't do that here. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's because you put eldritch demons into puzzle boxes that take over you and try to kill your party and so they have to kill you first. You know that one that one that one worked largely that that one happened largely as in, as as the scale is intended. <coughs> For the most part. <laughs> For the most part. Yeah, I I honestly had uh honestly I thought <clears throat> in my mind the time you finally broke the box you were going to try. It was going to be in combat. You were going to be trying to use it for 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 some offensive abilities, and you were going to break it in combat. And it was going to be a nice little boon to your side of the combat. Um, and then you know you were going to it would just resolve itself, and you would survive <coughs> and sort things out. That's not what happened. <laughs> you broke the puzzle box, and it created a combat. Wee. Oops. <clears throat> Okay, but it did give Alvarin 
a pretty magnificent end. It did. It did. Um, the... You know, <laughs> that's... That is still actually my only player death. Really? Yep. I actually... So, hmm. <clears throat> I've only ever had one character die in the game I was running, and I wasn't even the one that killed them. <laughs> nope, it was PvP. It was the it was the rest of the party. It was PvP. Billy and I had talked. You know, is he gonna run? Is he gonna run Alvarin, or am I? And I asked too. And uh, okay, so how do we kind of balance the combat? Well, I'm gonna have allies that were uh, that were as like locked in this puzzle box, like in this demi plane. Kind of. Along with the entity that had taken me. And uh, we talked about that. And we talked about legendary actions. We talked about um, a pool of temporary hit points. Mm -hmm. And I think you gave me like 300 temporary hit points. It was don't, some like don't get me to lie. It was it was pretty. It was 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 up there though. <laughs> it was it was two hundred or more. Yeah. Like just an astronomical pool for a player character to essentially have. And I rolled so badly the entire <laughs> fight. Really did. Like, I didn't even touch your dice. You didn't. It was fate. It was fate. Everything about that fight was fate. From the, just, the way that it happened to eat, damn near each and every dice roll. Like, the rest of the party was on fire. I was not. Like... Billy rolled all right because you controlled the uh, you controlled the other party yes. members that I had. Yes, I, I control your allies. Yeah, you controlled my allies. I did. Yeah, for a change, I didn't do too bad. <laughs> yeah, and mostly entirely because of mostly entirely. Listen to me. Kind of had <laughs> Bo Peep and. Who else? Bo Peep and one of the other party members. Um, not doing too good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And Bo Peep had... Um, <clears throat> Bo Peep was slinging some damage. She uh, was. She was not healing. Uh, which is part of why people were starting to look bad. Uh, but also... Part of why I was whittled down to one hit point. Yeah. Fairly rapidly. Yeah. <clears throat> um, let's see. Yeah. I, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of bonkers. Um, I don't, I don't even, I don't even think that I, cause I wasn't really counting. Like I was leaving your HP up to you and I, I didn't know. I don't think that you were at one HP, uh, and you, 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 someone did something and it hurt one of Amy's pets, one of Bo Peep's pets. And she said, oh, fuck no. <clears throat> and she threw the highest spell slot guiding bolt she could <clears throat> at you. Which we were... <clears throat> no, we had just hit level 10. Yeah. And you gave the rest of the party 11th level after this fight. Yeah. Yeah, you were worth the whole level. Good job. <laughs> you know it. Um, so we were 10th level. So Amy, Amy, Cleric, 5th level spells. Yeah. And uh, so she, she rolled a nat 20 on a 5th level guiding bolt. And at the time, Alvern was considered, excuse me, an aberration, which means Guiding Bolt did double damage on top 
of the critical double damage. I'm pretty sure that's homebrew, but that's how we were doing that. Is it homebrew? I'm... I feel like... 64% certain. I feel like radiant damage doubles against... It may. I may be entirely uh, wrong. Like, I don't know. I have the internet. I'm about to find out. <clears throat> well, you find that out. I'm going to keep yapping. Do it. But, so that massive pool of HP that Billy had given me was temporary HP. So it wasn't part of my hit point maximum. And so between the crit, between our radiant damage multiplier, uh, and the fact that Amy rolled really well on top of it, Excuse me. I had a root beer this morning. It's great. Um, Between all that, my max HP was, I think, 71. And so 72 damage would have more than doubled me. Or 72 damage would have killed me outright. And she did like... 79. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. I have since written the first chapter of a... I have called it a fanfic in the past, just teasing Billy, but in a previous podcast episode, Billy established that because we're players and we're all telling the story together that it's technically AU canon. <laughs> so I developed a chapter of AU canon about Alberin. He hates multiverse. Do you hate multiverse more or do you hate fan fiction more? Multiverses at least aren't automatically smut. <laughs> On the one hand, I have written no smut. On the other, I have only written one chapter. Yeah, yeah, see? See? Technically, I've written... I've written more than that, because I have also written a... canon... like a... prime universe. Um... Heckin... Um... Like, three short chapters mm-hmm. of the party going back and resurrecting Alvarin and that going wrong. <laughs> oh, no. Because the patron that we... We never did, like, fully flesh out Alvarin's patron. He was a great old one warlock. Yep. And he's had some manner of contact with... Um, he had some manner of contact with this entity from the far plane. Or the Far Realm. Far Realm is D&D. Far Plane is Final Fantasy X. Mm-hmm. Um, um, let's see. Train of thought broken. Uh, far Realm. And so... Uh-oh. Billy, Billy struck out on the internet, and now it's uh, Monster Manual time. Damn, Skippy. <clears throat> so... Uh, so basically, Alvarin dies. This thing claims his soul. And so the party tries to resurrect him, and he has a whole conversation with his patron about, like, how do you even exist in this space? I don't know, man, but, um, but I did all the shit for you I said I would do. So you owe me. And more, so you owe me. Fine. Yeah, that's basically how that goes. Fair. So the um, speaking of uh, speaking of magic items, just before Alvarin died, Alvarin <laughs> finally achieved. It had been on my wish list for five levels! 
Yo. <laughs> Albert had been seeking a sun sword. It was a sun blade. Because he was a dex fighter. And I wanted... He was a dex... <sighs> he was packed to the blade. And he fought with dexterity. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And so I wanted a sun blade because it functions as either a long sword or a short sword in terms of proficiency. Yep. And it has finesse. It's got all the goods. Yes. And I wanted it. And we had just cleared a sprawling multi-floor dungeon underneath this city on this continent where magic that no longer exists in this world still like no surprise on this continent it still kind of does and billy had finally given me a sunblade it was yes. angst flavored. It was angst flavored. But it was it was functionally a sunblade. You know, I don't even know why I was like, it can't be a normal sunblade. It's gotta be a weird sunblade. I mean it was Alvarin. What isn't weird? <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so before we even got to this continent, um truly my proudest moment as a player. We investigate these missing people. <laughs> and we track down this underground place and we encounter this flesh golem. And we're like, no, no, we wanna we don't wanna fight you. We're here to surrender. This was some bullshit. I don't remember which of us pulled that one off. That one wasn't me. Wait. This is when we're being taken into the cave. Oh. I don't remember how we pulled those shenanigans. Yeah, I don't... I don't exactly remember either. So, dude leads us to this cage. And, uh... He motions for us to go in. And I motion for him to go in instead. And I roll in that 20. Yup. Yup. Did you find what you're looking for? Not yet. Okay. I, uh, yeah, no. You, you rolled, you rolled a nat 20. And so in 5e, technically there's no, there are no crit successes on, like, skill checks, including persuasion, deception, and all that. But fuck that, right? Yeah, like, I was like, ah, it. So, in the flesh golem goes... Like a dumbass. Which flesh golems are legitimately stupid. Um, it also meant in the uh, in the ensuing conflict we had one less uh, one less one less thingy to fight and give us trouble. You did, and that that combat actually had the potential to be kind of shitty because there were uh, uh, those fucked up mosquitoes. Well, uh, yeah, and there was there was the potential for you guys to be taking intelligence damage in that fight too. So, oh. um, you guys managed to dodge that. Oh, good. No, it wasn't good. <laughs> My carefully laid plans. I mean, it was over. <laughs> it was over when we entered that section of the sewers. You're right. You, you it was are over right. when we met the flesh golem. <sighs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. Either I can't read or nothing that I thought was vulnerable to radiant damage is actually vulnerable to radiant damage. Most things are not actually that vulnerable to radiant damage. Um... And I don't know where I don't know where I got that from. Maybe, maybe the fact that it makes logic. Yeah, I think I think the idea was just that 
holy light from the sky should murder undead things. Undead things aberrations. But, uh, you know. Um, and which in some, like, some undead do have sunlight sensitivity. Um. I do think some undead have, uh, radiant vulnerability. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, that's that's my mistake thinking that it was blank, that it was a blanket thing. It doesn't matter, though. We the, had fun. Uh, um, it, kept, uh, it kept the party from dying on a few occasions. It did. Um, and killed one party member. And killed one party <laughs> member. I'm sorry. I, was, I am just poking at you. It uh, was really fun. <laughs> and I had good. kind of been trying to kill Alvarin for a while. Yeah, 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 you know, you know, you, 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 you had, you had mentioned the follow-up character to Alderaan on a few occasions, and I was like, this motherfucker's gonna Leroy Jenkins one of these days, just right into a dragon's mouth. And I did start Leroy Jenkinsing into things, and then I rolled correspondingly well. Yep, and I rolled like shit. I, uh, so, I, honestly, I've kind of given up, uh, using a DM screen, A, because the table that's currently in here, uh, that we're holding on to for a friend is just a touch small, uh, so A, there's really not room, and B, I just kind of enjoy, um, people getting to see how bad I roll, <laughs> I was like, that way they know I'm not bullshitting. <laughs> and it's... It's fun to just not have to deal with that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, obviously D&D has hundreds of magic items. If you had to say, like, in your mind, what is the quint- like the poster child for magic items in D&D? Like... Like, when, when we are 130 years old and we have forgotten every other fucking magic item in the game, which one are we going to remember? Honestly, probably a plus one weapon. Plus one, plus two, or plus three. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's, that's reasonable. When you said poster child, I did go straight to Holy Avenger. Oh, see, I didn't even... That never even crossed my mind. Huh. Well... (laughs) What were you thinking of? If we gather enough old D&E nerds into one place, maybe we can piece together a compendium out of the one item that we all remember. Because apparently it's not the same one. Yeah. Uh, No, I was thinking bag of holding. Bag of holding? I mean, you're right. <laughs> Look, I I am a sapphic longswords. Fair. Longswords uh, and violence. You know, I wish 5e, in which in, and they did expand on it a little bit, but I wish there was more of a system for masterwork items. Oh, yeah. Um... Like, you talking about, like, the plus one, plus two, and so on. Once upon a time, just because it was a plus one or two didn't make it magic. It just made it good. <laughs> yeah, like... It was folded an extra 30 times. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not how folding works. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Oh, hell. Um, the, uh... You know that, though. You've watched a lot more Forged in Fire than I have. <laughs> so, in... So, when I was... Okay, so when when you're a kid, or when I was a kid, that's how I thought it worked. Oh yeah, because for sure. same. In not the original Ninja Turtles cartoon, but like the follow up, like the the, the the reboot from the early two thousands. Okay. Um, that I was mad at for being different, but after I actually read. Some Ninja Turtles comics. I was like, this is actually a lot closer <laughs> to the real deal than than the other. But <laughs> anyway, um, still very different. But anyway, um, 
there was a sword. There was a magic sword, and its whole like one of the whole sticks behind the sword was that it had been folded like thousands of times, or and it was perfect. And I, I wonder if that's where the myth came from. Maybe, <laughs> like, like you had to. Like in like a regular person couldn't hold it. It was such a like powerful sword, and you had to like a like the basically the Ninja Turtle equivalent of the Infinity Gauntlet to hold it, oh Un- unless you were Master Splinter, and then you just let your hand smoke and went ahead and murdered people about it. You know, <laughs> um, he's in his fuck. He ain't caring. Doesn't afraid of anything. No, no, the uh, it was, but that 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 was why I thought folding was such a big deal. Um, and it is a big deal, but not for that not reason. For that not for anything resembling that reason. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no masterwork items. I I want to bring masterwork items back. You just make it so well that it has an inherent plus one bonus. Like, and which is and and, and, I'm, and I know you're saying at home like it's fucking sharp. It can't get any fucking sharper. It's not all about sharpness. <laughs> like, technically, you're almost right. <laughs> like, a sword does have to be sharp. It does have to be sharp. The weight, the weighting matters. Excuse me. How well it holds an edge matters. It can be, you can sharp it to, like, within the thickness of a single <laughs> atom. But if it can't hold that edge, then it's meaningless. Yeah. Um... And so holding an edge means that it has to be very hard. Yep. The 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 hardness versus how much give is in the blade. Uh, like hard things are brittle things. Yeah. Strong things are brittle things, and so there also has to be some softness in it. Yep. It has to be able to bend and return to its shape. Did you did you heat treat the whole blade or just the edge? Like, are you that guy? <laughs> <laughs> did uh, you make did you make a Depica or did you make an Albion <laughs> damn the uh, like there, there's a lot that goes into making a good sword and being really like making a truly good sword uh, does make a difference so like I'd, I'd like to bring Masterwork items back or at least weapons back for uh, at least for a plus one and maybe even a plus two uh, I think that would be that'd be dope, and then like incorporate that farther into creating magic magic items. I think once upon a time, like to make no, like if you were wanting to make a magic item, you had to be able to craft the item as a masterwork first, right? Is that a thing in three point five, or am I making that up? There. There's some familiarity there, but I don't actually remember. It's in the ballpark. <laughs> it's a lot closer than um, the claims on Ancient Aliens. Uh, oh. So, <laughs> do with it what you will. <laughs> but you know, you, you want to know the real secret behind masterwork weapons? It's aliens. Because suddenly swords. And humans can't do shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh man. So no, I'm, I'm still dead. <laughs> still dead. <laughs> okay. Uh so you know, and there's there's a so you know how when you were a kid you thought quicksand was gonna be a lot bigger of an issue than it has turned out to be. Oh yeah. So when I was just beginning my uh, adventures in Dungeons and Dragons, I had a very similar experience with uh, Wonder Glue and Universal Solvent. You know, I was like these. Two things are going to be so important. I need to buy these as soon as possible. Like, forget weapons or armor. I got to get glue and solvent. Has never once come up. (laughs) Ever. Not, like, 
No. Like, yes, you could have used one or more of those things to basically create a Rube Goldberg sol- contrived solution to a very simple problem. <laughs> like... I'm going to set up a catapult. Not a catapult, a trebuchet. Mm-hmm. It's going to have a bowl. And the bowl is going to be... Uh, wonder glue. Yep. And in that wonder... In that wonder glue? <laughs> no, the, the trebuchet... It's going to be magical. Yep. And it's... I'm going to make my attack roll with advantage. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make my attack roll with double advantage because I'm playing an elf and I took the uh, elven accuracy feat. Ugh. And uh, I'm going to launch the uh, bowl of wonder glue directly at the uh, big bad space. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Stuff like st- stuff like that. Like, oh man, we need to. And I'm gonna cast hold monster until he hangs out for just a... no power word stun. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, another classic magic item that uh, creates some issues, uh, some <coughs> physics issues. Uh, okay, so obviously Are you talking ma- about the immovable rod. Yeah. Oh I'm definitely talking about the movable rod. So, yo, concept behind immovable rod was you activate it and it just doesn't move from that spot. You're right, it doesn't. It can't move. So now you're like everybody. You're like talking. You're talking about physics. What's wrong with that? It's magic. It just stays there. But if you the talk about the rotation of the earth, if the world spins. <laughs> Then the moment you activate it, your arm should be torn off. <laughs> yeah. Like, so is it fixed to that exact point? Is it fixed to that exact geolo- like, geolocation? Is, does it have a GPS satellite somewhere up, like, in the sky? Um, if, um, you know, if uh, the whole ass planet gets moved up, does the rod go with it? Like, So, does the rod hold the planet in place? Oh <laughs> because if it can't move from that spot, that means the world can't turn. That also would mean that the uh, solar system just kind of flies out from under you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, a movable rod could be a doomsday weapon, guys. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe it stays, like... In a fixed location mm-hmm. in space time relative to the dominant source of gravity acting upon it. That would fix all of those issues. It would fix all of those issues. Uh, still means that it's not truly immovable. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Feature-based nomenclature is inherently flawed, and we can't escape it, because our perspectives... I'm just going to stop there. (laughs) This is going to turn into a whole metaphysics podcast (laughs) season. Oh, shit, guys. I mean, we could do that. Um, We could also not do that. Yeah, we could just not. Uh, The... uh, Movable hole is one of my favorite things because yeah. it's such a car it's such cartoon bullshit. <laughs> like you just roll roll up this material and you fan it out and slap it on something and suddenly there's a hole. It's like, literal cartoon bullshit. Like straight out of Looney Tunes. Can't even make that shit up. Oh my god. Um And of course like you have like your universal utility shit like movable hole. When you're having trouble with your immovable rock. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Okay, so. <laughs> I see the wheels turning. <laughs> no, okay, so if you. Okay, if you. Let's say you just make. Like, you take a piece of drywall, you put your immovable hole on the piece of drywall, yeah? And then okay. you put it halfway. 
like so that your removable rod is sticking out both ends. Can you take the the hole off? Like, like I'm sure I'm sure somewhere in the, in the description of the movable hole, the portable hole, it says how that works. Uh, what happens if a beholder looks at it? <laughs> does it cut your immovable rod in half? Or is it just stuck inside? Like, how does that work? <laughs> like the beholder's anti-magic. Yep, like it just turns off the magic. Oh no. Hey, the whole thing's gonna fall because... <laughs> Something's gonna fall. Yep. Uh, man. <laughs> magic item physics are fucking cracked. <laughs> We don't do that here. <laughs> no, we really don't. Uh, so, uh, you know what? <laughs> that would be a fun like series of shorts. Just take different ma- like a magic item and then just find all the ways to break it, which I know is done constantly across the internet. But like, I'm talking like in stupid ways. <laughs> I'm here for that. Um. But you know you have you have like a t- like some magic items that you use a lot like ring of protection. Everybody in their bro- like people got rings of protection on each toe, <laughs> each finger, each like. I got plus twenty. Each finger, each toe, each what? Billy. I you you're know, about to continue that. Yeah, uh, I don't know where I was going with that because. A, you've never been able to have that many ring slots. You've never been able to fit ten rings of protection on your body. You can't attune to that many magic items. Not in fifth. Yeah, in fifth edition, you have to attune to shit. You have to attune to rings of protection. At most, I think you can have up to five if you're if you're cheesing. Vanilla is three. Yeah. You can take a feat, I think, for an extra. I think there's a feat for that. I don't remember that one offhand. You may I, be right. But I know I know there's an artificer ability that lets you attune to additionals. Yeah, you can. Let's see. Yeah, you can attune to four and then five. Yeah. Late artificer levels. Yeah. And if you take armor, mm-hmm. you can have a different magic item attuned to or you can ha- yeah you can have like a different it's like an integration mm-hmm. to your armor yeah yeah and it you're only attuned to it as long as you're wearing the armor yeah because it's attached to the armor but it's like helmet I don't, I don't remember if it's helmet, cuirass, both arms and both legs or not. Um, we do have the wiki dot right here. I feel like it. I feel like the armor comes in as a, as most of the sets. I do. I do. I do think that. So boots are separate. Um, uh, in I mean, in general, armor comes in as a set. Yeah. But like the armorer. Subclass yeah. of artificer. Yeah, I'm not as familiar with the armor that with that one. Um, honestly, I wish that fewer things required attunement. Like it feels like everything and its brother. It's kind of like how the majority of spells seem like they require concentration. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so I am definitely mistaken. Um, at ninth level, you learn how to infuse. You learn how to use your artificer infusions to specifically modify your arcane armor. Mm-hmm. That armor now counts as separate items for purposes of the infuse items feature for armor, specifically the cuirass mm-hmm. boots. Helmet and the armor's special weapon. Each of those items can bear one of your infusions and the infusions transfer over if you change your armor's model with the 
armor model feature. In addition, the max number of items you can infuse at once increases by two. So it's not your attunement. It is, uh, it's not your magic item attunement. It's the number of artificer infusions you can create. Which, but only if those extra items are part of your arcane armor. Which is kind of splitting hairs because you're basically making multiple magic items out of your armor. <laughs> Which, fucking badass. Yeah, like, honestly, Artificer is a super cool, uh, super cool class. It can do a lot of things, not just armor. Um, there's my several favorite, specialties. My favorite by far is Battlemaster, or not Battlemaster, that's Fighter, Battlesmith. Battle, yeah. Uh, I, I want to be, I want to be a cannoneer. At some point. Because, like, okay, A, it's not the most efficient thing. But I want to have a little cannon that follows me around and shoots at things. <laughs> it's fun. His name's Bob. His name is Bob. So, matter of fact, the, uh, the actual name of the subclass is Artillerist. Yes, there we go. So once upon a time, we had an anime episode. Uh-huh. We were talking about Outlaw Star for a while. Yep. And we were talking about the caster gun in particular. Yep. Um, arcane Firearm. This is an artillerist ability. At fifth level, you know how to turn a wand, staff, or rod into an arcane firearm, a conduit for your destructive spells. When you finish a long rest, you can use woodcarver's tools to carve special sigils into a wand, staff, or rod, and thereby turn it into your arcane firearm. The sigils disappear from the object if you later carve them on a different item. The sigils otherwise last indefinitely. You can use your arcane firearm as a spell casting focus for your artificer spells. When you cast an artificer spell through the firearm, roll a d8, and you gain a bonus to one of the spell's damage rolls equal to the number modified. Bet. So that's not quite... It's not exactly a caster gun, but it's pretty close. But you know what could kind of be a caster gun? Hmm. That Eldritch Cannon, if you make it tiny and only use the Force Ballista version. Yeah. Yeah, you are right. And that you gain at level 3. His name is Bob. His... When he attacks, he shouts, Um. (laughs) (laughs) All of my hate. (laughs) If anyone's confused, say it real slow. His name is Bob, and he shouts, Um. And then say it faster. Bob. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to become an artillerist artificer so that I can have an eldritch cannon to shoot myself with. (laughs) (laughs) So, I... Ever okay, so I once posited if it was possible for the for the living to reverse haunt dead people, just harass the shit out of a spirit lingering on Earth. Okay, <laughs> like y'all can't see my face, but it is a contorted nightmare of confusion. So, if you if you commit seppuku. To get away from my puns, I'm going to reverse haunt you and torment you in your afterlife with puns. <laughs> Listener, I'm gonna need you to do me a favor. When I die, I need you to find my grave, and I need you to make sure that you exercise me. 
So that I can be deleted from existence. <laughs> so that I can escape this. <laughs> oh, dear. <clears throat> All right. Well, you know, we, we talked about relatively few magic items. <coughs> we talked a lot of D&D. Yeah. We, we, we did talk a lot of D&D. It wasn't... It wasn't... The topic was not magic items. It says on the thing D and D. We talked about a lot of D and D. Speaking, you did uh, smile and laugh a lot, mm-hmm. and that's what matters. And I hope you did too. Speaking of a lot of D and D, if you follow us on Facebook, which you should, uh, you may have noticed. And if you don't, why not? Yeah, if you don't, go hit follow. We're gorgeous, and you should be there with us, being it's, gorgeous too. It's true. You, if, but if, if you have paid attention to our Facebook page, you may have noticed a uh, a random image, uh, seemingly unrelated to anything, uh, that claims an exciting thing is coming. <gasps> uh, yeah, um, something exciting is coming, guys. What? Uh, we, uh, I, we, so I, I, I've been working on a number of things behind the scenes, uh, and I say I, I mean we, um, there, there are multiple people involved, uh, I'm, I am coercing them into doing the thing, but, <laughs> you know, um, uh, something exciting's coming, it is D&D related, uh, and should, you should find out what it is next month. Dun, 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 dun. It's, it's happening. Uh, so, you know, I wasn't even going to really advertise on this show until, like, the week it happens. But since we randomly did D&D today. <laughs> you know what? Why not? So, Stay tuned for exciting developments. It's definitely, it's definitely a thing. Uh, I, I have been promising you more, and now there is more. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, edit that, I'm gonna edit that claim out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a secret that maybe you'll one day find out about, if I ever get around to it. You know what? <clears throat> Thank you, uh, once again, for coming and, uh, having a good time with me. Thank you once again for having me. It is always lovely. And, uh, we will, uh... See you next time, listener, uh, right here on Geek Yourself. Take it easy. Peace.